A man has exposed himself to Amish women because they can't call for help, police say. <laughs> this is sick. This is Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man has been accused of exposing himself to Amish women, doing so because he knew they lacked the capability to call quickly for help because they don't have technological devices or cell phones on their person. No, no, no. It's against their religion and culture to have any sort of devices on their person or probably in their lives at all. They don't even have phones, I'm assuming. You know, even if they had landlines, I think to us that would be old school. To them, that's new school. So they don't have that either. (laughs) This guy is sick, by the way. He's really thought out a very devious plot and plan and targeted them specifically to get away with exposure. He really loves exposing himself to people, which is a sick thing to do. I don't know anyone who likes that. I can't stand it myself. There's been some people in the news recently, celebrities in particular, even comedians, you know, my people who have, they just have a good time exposing themselves. To me, it's weird behavior. I don't get it. I don't get excitement about that. I don't understand it myself, but that's just me. (laughs) Never mind exposing myself to Amish women on horseback. So the Lancaster, Pennsylvania online reports that Benjamin Graffis, age 39, is charged with exposing himself to numerous females. There's four felony account, uh, accounts for this unlawful exposure. At least two incidents happened at roadside markets that were tended by Amish women, and another occurred when the victim was in a horse-drawn buggy. <laughs> so she's clip-clopping by, and he's like, ha! <laughs> hey, you on the horse! Ha! <laughs> well, you could always say, no, I was exposing myself to the horse, not her. <laughs> Well, his downfall came when he targeted an off-duty state trooper that was jogging. As she ran past his vehicle, she noticed he wasn't wearing pants. His car, a gray sedan, matched the vehicle described by victims in the other roadside incidents. Wait a minute, how could she see that he wasn't wearing pants if he was sitting in a car? Was he, <laughs> was he putting his ass cheeks against the window? Is that what he was... I mean, how do you... Oh, I have so many questions. So many. Unfortunately, none of this is caught on video because they were Amish people. <laughs> now, Mr. Graffis reportedly told the police that he targeted the Amish women because they don't carry cell phones, making them, quote, easy targets that allowed him to escape with relative ease. He also reportedly wrote an apology note that was never delivered to the victims. <laughs> oh, I love how he went old school with the apology. You know, he didn't try and call them to, or, or record him doing an audio apology. He's like, you know what? They're old school. I'm going to write my apology on ancient tablets and bring it to these Amish women. <laughs> this guy is really sick. Oh, man. Weird AF News. Where does it end? Man spreading has been banned in Madrid. If only every city could take a cue from Madrid when it comes to manspreading. Madrid just announced it has banned manspreading, which is when a man opens his legs and takes up a bunch of unnecessary room in an enclosed space, usually on public transportation. So Madrid has banned manspreading all across its public transportation services. This is amazing, because manspreading is quite annoying and very unnecessary. Cross your legs, fellas. There's a quote here, a statement issued by the EMT. It reads, The new information icon that we put on all of public transportation indicates that prohibition of taking a seating position that bothers other people. It's to remind passengers 
users to maintain civic responsibility and respect the personal space of everyone on board our public transportation. So they made a big sign, and it's basically a stick figure with, with the legs spread, cartoonishly large, by the way, and then a big red X over uh, the area between the legs. <laughs> and then it says, respect the space of others. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> it's very unclear at this point if the manspreaders will be fined or imprisoned. It doesn't really notate whether or not uh, there is a strict penalty, but we assume that they will be flogged <laughs> as they deserve. They should be manspreaded <laughs> on, <laughs> on a torture device and flogged in the manspreading space. <laughs> For women in Madrid... This news is big, and it's been the culmination of many months of petitioning and protesting against manspreaders. They launched a viral campaign, hashtag Madrid Sin Manspreading, which means Madrid without manspreading. And that was sent to the Madrid's mayor, a woman named Manuela Carmena, as well as Madrid's regional president, another woman named Cristina Cifuentes. Ooh, Manspreading is the practice of certain men sitting with their legs wide open on public transportation, taking up other people's space. It is not something that occurs sporadically. If you pay attention, you'll see that it is very commonplace. The petition reads, New York City was one of the first major cities, by the way, to openly campaign against manspreading on public transportation in late 2014 with the campaign, quote, dude, please stop the spreading. <laughs> it was created by the MTA. I lived in New York City at this time, and I do remember that. It was kind of like the first time I was ever introduced to this phrase, Manspreading. Um, myself, I, I've, I've been guilty of manspreading, I'm not going to lie. But then again, uh, when I was in New York City, the place I was guilty of manspreading, I was um, intoxicated quite a bit late night on the train. And it's just comfortable when you're, when you're wasted to just sit all spread out like that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess something here, and I haven't said this in public too many times. And I haven't really said this to too many people because I'm not proud of it. But I'm going to say there have been moments when I was so intoxicated that I laid down... <laughs> On the subway seat. <laughs> hey, hey, but hey, I've never thrown up on the subway, okay? Now, that's a feather in my cap because I know a lot of friends who've been sick on the subway after a night of drinking and thrown up, and that's just unacceptable, okay? You, you leave the subway and you throw up on the platform like a normal citizen. <laughs> or you know what you do? You go the extra mile and you take off your backpack, you open it up, and you throw up inside your damn backpack like a real, <laughs> like a real concerned citizen of the city you live in, all right? <laughs> what do you guys feel about manspreading? Have you been guilty of it? I want to know. Send pictures. It's sad to say, but school shootings are now a thing in the United States, and they're frequent, more frequent than any of us can really handle mentally. Um, one school district's plan to stop shooters Arming students with a bucket of rocks. Now, I think the person that came up with this idea has a head full of a bucket of rocks, personally. But let's hear more about it. Maybe he has a good argument or she has a good argument. I'm going to guess that it's a moron. <laughs> oh, man. One school superintendent has a novel way to keep his students safe from school shooters, arming them with rocks. Oh, very novel, by the way. <laughs> David Helsel, superintendent of a school, superintendent, yeah, more like stupid attendant, of a school district in northeast Pennsylvania, explained his plan to a legislative education committee, drawing a flurry of local media coverage. You guys may have even heard this story. Every classroom, he says, has been equipped with a five-gallon bucket of river rocks, I wonder why it's river stones. <laughs> he explained, 
This is the Blue Mountain School District in Schulkill County, northeast of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He says, if an armed intruder attempts to gain entrance into any of our classrooms, they will face a classroom full of students armed with rocks and they will be stoned. <laughs> oh, my Lord. And Lord knows a guy armed with a semi-automatic rifle and an extended clip <laughs> along with some handguns. Can't handle the stoning. I'll tell you right now, I can't handle the stoning from a bunch of seven-year-olds. That's just something... I mean, what do you do? You're being stoned. You have a semi-automatic. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> this is such a bad idea. Did you also tell the students to perhaps yell curses at the shooter in order to uh, take them down? Because we know a, sh a shooter can't handle being called names as well, superintendent. What other <laughs> very effective tactics have you come up with? <laughs> Throwing some eggs. <laughs> a whoopee cushion, perhaps, to distract them. <laughs> Well, there's a public debate about mass shootings. What do you do about it? You know, polls are showing that large numbers of Americans support stricter gun control measures. Congress has not produced any significant legislation, and schools and other officials have looked to other solutions. President Trump floated an NRA-backed idea of arming the teachers, and we all know how we feel about that. Uh, I think one teacher had a, a gun go off in a classroom, so I don't know if that's the answer as well. If you want to ask me what to do about it, I say bear mace. Bear mace. You get a, a, a can of bear mace underneath every desk, and if someone comes in, boom, you just spray the bastard. Yep, get spray him with bear mace. You can spray bear mace from, a, I, I, from what I believe a pretty distant feet. And if it can take down a bear, then, look, I mean, it can definitely take down a human being. You know, unfortunately, there'll be some bullets flying in the meantime, but hey, take him down with some bear mace. That's just my opinion. You know, I'm not in charge of anything, really, except for Weird AF News, so... Who knows if I'm even qualified to make a decision like this? I'm probably not. <laughs> now, this man described the bucket of rocks, which will be kept in the classroom closets, as a last-ditch option to use as an alternative to students hiding passively under their desks. So he thinks that, well, you shouldn't hide under your desk. I agree with that. That's not really going to do much. Um, it was, it, but it was kind of like, wasn't that the idea they had when nuclear... There was like a, uh, the fear of nuclear holocaust. It was like, well, just get under your desk. Oh, yeah, that's going to save me from a nuclear warhead landing in my zip code. <laughs> I love how the rocks are also kept in a closet. Like, you're going to have to run to a closet now and get out the rocks and pass them out. All right, guys. Hey, hey, shooter, could you wait a minute while I pass out these stones to the classroom? <laughs> Unbelievable. Another school district has... Uh, floated the idea of using golf balls. Um, but this particular superintendent said that did, that idea did not seem effective to him. He said, obviously a rock against a gun isn't a fair fight, but it's better than nothing. I'm not sure why some people feel that it's more appropriate to be a stationary target under a desk in a classroom rather than be empowered to defend yourself and provide a response to deter the entry of an armed intruder into their classroom. Yes, empower yourself with some stones. <laughs> empower yourself with this ancient form of self-defense that we've, we've moved beyond. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. School districts in Pennsylvania are so underfunded, they joke about kids having to defend themselves, and they've come up with stones. We've been trying to be proactive, he says. We, uh, this is that guy, Superintendent Helsell. He said, we wanted to provide some type of last response to an intruder rather than crawling under a desk and getting shot. Now, that's his final word on, this, on the matter. And uh, my final word on the matter is, your head is full of rocks, sir, Mr. Helsell. Your head is filled with rocks. 
if you're going to choose an, uh, an old school technology, why not just pass out some spears? Let's go to spears. Let's go up 10,000 years from the stones and pass out some spears. I feel like that's more effective. Again, I'm going to go back to the bear mace. I don't know what you guys think, but bear mace could be good, I think. That's just my opinion. We don't want to be passing out guns, you know, in the classroom. That's just my opinion. I think bear mace is a good start, although then there's always going to be that kid that sprays another kid in the face for, you know, asking out his girlfriend or something. Um, God, what do you do about this? Do you guys have ideas? Please, call into Weird AF News. I'm going to leave my email and a new phone number. You might be excited about that. So, last episode, I put out an email, I believe, my personal email, and invited my Weird AF listeners, my fellow weirdos, as I call you, to email me any questions, comments, or stories that you might have came across. And I had a couple emails that I wanted to give shout-outs to. One was Jana, who listens on her iHome, and uh, she was so nice to share with me her experience of listening to me on the iHome, which I find could be probably pretty creepy if someone walks into your house and it's going on and on about you know, man-spreading or some other weird topic that I'm talking about. You might lose friends, in other words, if you listen on your home device. <laughs> and your neighbors are going to be like, what is that? Also, Nathan, for uh, sending me a shout-out and a comment on one of my stories. Uh, really cool guy. Uh, my email, if you guys want to reach out, is funnyjones at gmail.com. I'm also going to put out my Google number so you can call in as well and leave a message. And I think I can publish those call-ins too. I'm going to experiment with that. But in order to experiment with it, I need you guys to participate in this experiment. So call 646-450-2012. That's my Google voice number. 646-450-2012. Call in Jonesy at Weird AF News. Leave a comment. Uh, a, a tip to a weird story, maybe, or if you want to tell me I'm a moron and you disagree with some of my opinions, that's totally cool too. Listen, I like I like to have discussions about these things. There is, um, you know, none of this stuff is is uh, finalized. You know, I'm constantly learning, and my opinions change all the time. So uh, something I think now may not be something that I think in the future, and I'm open to being ridiculed and told that I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm open to it. Hey, but you got to take it right back because I may say that you're stupid as well. So, but like, hey, listen, we have to trust each other and, uh, you know, we're a little weird community and we have to support each other and I know you guys have opinions too. So call into Weird AF News if you want to talk about one of these stories or like I said, uh, just sort of tell me what you think of me. I love to hear from you. This is Jonesy, Weird AF News. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening.